The motorcycle is gone. Yes. Yeah, a while ago. So uh, no drinking game this week. Hello and welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we never take off our cycling gloves. My name is Brock Dennis. I don't take mine off because they're my hands. <laughs> I, I don't use cycling gloves. And who are you, sir? Whose I'm Aaron hands Flores, are yes. and I don't use cycling gloves. <laughs> Broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. Nestled, you say? Nestled. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer <laughs> along the way. You really kept me hanging there. I was like, did he forget? He didn't forget. Covering bicycling, trains, and transit adventures and life hacks, and today, commuting from the coup and... Living first to tell about adventure. it. Oh, yes. <laughs> and first-time adventures. first-time adventures. So commuting from the coup. And surviving. Stephen Butler, hello, how are you? Hello. <laughs> it's good to have you. Have you ever been on tape here before? Um, One time. Okay. One time. Long time Oh, back. you were here for the open house. I was house. here for the open house. That's right. And I had very bad answers to decent questions. Oh, I don't know. We'll be the Wait, judge was it that published? Someday. Was it ever published? I don't I think so. Have. Really? No. So oh, you've, never really, you've never been on our show before? No, no. I haven't. No. no. Wait, well, welcome back. Ordinarily, Welcome back. Yeah, I mean, you're here a lot. Yes, I am. Ordinarily, you are Aaron's porter <laughs> showing up and carrying his stuff around for him. I still don't understand why I have to carry the computer around. He, he pays you in, in dinner, right? Sandwiches. <laughs> Every once in a while, yes. Every once in a while, my ass. <laughs> a lot. It's a, a very l- reciprocal relationship. That's good. Wait, what, what do you get out of it? A sandwich, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, so thank you for coming. We're going to talk to you about surviving the, the commute over the river every day. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, and man, it was like 10 years ago to the day that I was doing the same thing. It's been a while, but I'm curious to hear how it's changed. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But thank you for coming in. Thank you. We're paying you tonight in beer. Yes, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> and also in the studio, Aqua Dublave. Hello. Uh, super fan, Aqua, for those who are paying attention and playing the home game. It's good to see you again. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you had some adventures, first-time adventures. Yes, for sure. Yeah. You've been bike camping before. Yes. But you've never gone out bike camping on your own before. To a place I've never been to. Yeah. And so you did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about that as well. Oh, yeah. So thanks for coming back. Well, thank you for having yeah. me. And you were also being paid in beer. Yes. For being a fan. <laughs> Delicious beer. <laughs> uh, speaking of beer, where's a place that you can think of, Aaron Flores, where you would go when it was, say, 90 degrees out and it was too hot to drink outdoors? Uh, well, I know that perhaps in the southeast area, southeast division in 12, maybe the beer mongers? Yes, at southeast division in 12, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that was almost a that was a parabolic uh, <laughs> statement. We give the location twice, yes, just to make sure it's evidently clear. 
Because that, most people don't know, actually, that the Beer Mongers is located at the intersection of, of Southeast Division and 12th. That's correct, yeah. Division and yeah, 12th Avenue. Where there is always a seat for you. There is always a seat for you. Even on these hot days, uh, they have the roll door. And on you know delightful spring days, they, the roll door is open. So you can sit and enjoy ah. the, the balmy breezes. But, but on the terribly hot days? Yep. On those days, the air conditioning is on. Nice. The roll door is shut. And not only can you be cool on the inside... You can also be cool on, on the outside. On also the inside. While inside, yeah. <laughs> you can be cool inside while cooling off your insides. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, you attack it from both sides, and pretty soon you're cool all over. Yes. Yeah. And then you're in the perfect condition to look at the big stick that's hanging from this ear. <laughs> so uh, the Beer Mongers is a fantastic place. We yes. are. We are. And... Yeah. Still, still time to vote for them as Portland's favorite bottle shop. Oh, you're shop. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they are in fact Portland's best bottle shop, I think, and uh, I think it's worth voting. You know, if you have not yet voted in the Willamette Week's online poll, have either of you done this? Not for a bottle shop. I live okay. in Vancouver. That's okay. You can Just live, in you live in Vancouver. Just because you live in Vancouver doesn't mean my you life can't. is entirely based in Vancouver. Do you, you know like... that's a bunch of bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing you do in the Portland area, really. You are you are completely you know, aside exactly. from commuting twice a day. You even work in Vancouver. That's uh, that that is a fact. <laughs> and you know, people come to the Sprocket Podcast for our unbiased and completely accurate reporting at all times. Yes, but uh, no, I, I was just going to say, if you live in Vancouver, it's part of the Portland metro area, like it or not. Yes, taxes are different. They are. But, I have learned that. Yes. But you can still vote in the Willamette. Uh, the Willamette. Yes. Oh, really? How do you can you pronounce that for me? Willamette Week Lee Poll. No. Is it weekly? No, it's no, not weekly. Well, it, oh, it, week. it releases weekly. God damn it. But it, the name of it is the Willamette Week. I have a hard time with that, that Willamette. I'm from Vancouver. Not really. <laughs> but I live in Vancouver. <laughs> uh, I'm excused from messing up Willamette Week's name. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Vancouver, B.C. is a long ways away. <laughs> Are you referring to the other Vancouver? The other one that's in the Portland metro area. I think that's actually how, for a while, Vancouver, USA... Was branding itself the other Vancouver? The other Vancouver. I think it was legitimately really? on. Not the wasn't other that Portland. What, that, yeah, wasn't Portland also doing the same thing? The other Portland, because <laughs> there's Portland, Maine. Not since like 1898 or uh, something. Okay. I mean, it's been a while. I, I think. think that, I think those roles have reversed actually. <laughs> right. Portland, Maine is going like come to Portland, Maine. Well, there was you that, know, the other Portland. <laughs> the other Portland. There was that Amy Schumer sketch. Uh, about opening a bakery in Maine. I don't know if any of you have seen it or not. No. no. Uh, but someone, the, the joke is they keep on talking about opening a bakery in Maine. Um, and uh, someone says, one of the characters is like, oh, I, I've always wanted to open a bakery in Portland. And they're like, Portland? What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, Portland, Maine. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So anyways, Portland, land of bakeries, bottle shops, and polls in which you can vote for both. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. That's right. The other Portland. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the beer mongers. Again, thank you, Sean. Thank you, crew. Uh, if you go in on Monday night, you're going to meet Andrew. You go in on Sunday night, you're going to meet Chris. Um, there's a few more bartenders who uh, I have I, I have met them, but their names I have not retained. I only ever remember Andrew. Andrew's, and the, Andrew's the coolest one. <laughs> Are you listening, well, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's only because, you know, for the longest time, he was the only one I ever saw. Right, right. We assumed he was the only on bartender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, hey, um, speaking of beer, how much beer would you say you can fit into one Ortlieb front rack pannier? A front? Yeah. They're a bit smaller than the back. 
back rollers, you can you can I, fit I'm, a lot more. I'm willing to wager I could. We're talking like twelve ounce cans. We're talking twelve ounce cans. Yes. I'm willing to wager I could fit. Just fit, not necessarily be able to like mount and be comfortable rolling, but wait, eight, <laughs> yeah, eighteen, eighteen. You're oh absolutely right. God. Yep, really that I, many? <clears throat> yes, I was in Estacada the other you day. You could probably like stack, yeah, two two sixes on top of each other, and then like sort of kind of squeeze in another. Yeah. Oh, or you can buy one box of eighteen cans. Oh, that's, oh, that's no what way. I did. The whole box <laughs> just fits right in there. Yep, it slides in, easy as pie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was able to participate in beers by gears. I know that other people have uh, much more elegant mounting systems, but for me, it was easiest to clear out one pannier and throw a bunch of beer into it uh, as a package. But, yeah. Oh, and hey, that's the sound of an internal combustion engine. We have... That is a diesel engine right there. And oh. now it's backing up. Uh, You're right. The box truck. Yeah. We uh, are recording the show this week with the door open to the trailer because it is goddamn hot outside. It is, it is pretty warm out there. Which conversely means that it is also goddamn hot inside. Yes. So. How are you not sweating more than me? If you Am you I bike, not? Did you bike down to the beer mongers? On Southeast Division in 12? <laughs> you beat me to it. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I did not bike as far. Aaron, Aaron got way ahead of me and... Was like forcing me to bike faster. Uh huh. I was forcing you to bike yes, faster. Yes, you were. <laughs> I do not bike fast. I bike fast. You, I hills. mean, you could have come here like later than me. It wouldn't have mattered. That's why we, we were at have... work, and you were like, "Come on, get the fuck out of here. Let's go." <laughs> well, I just, I just didn't know if you knew how to get here. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not like I was here like last Monday or anything. I got you a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Room full of friends. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sorry. No, but uh, this was another iteration of the dream. Hey, that was a good. That was a good opener. That right was, there. Yeah. Uh, which beer is this? Is the uh, Booming Rollers Modern Times beer? Not to be confused with Simpler Times. Right, which is Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. That's their Trader Joe's brews beer. They don't well, brew they beer. Don't brew it, but okay. they brand it. Okay. You know. I want to say it's like they say it's produced by the Simpler Times Brewing Company. If you've ever read the, the fine oh, really? print on Simpler Times beer, but I think that's like you know how record labels have imprints where they're like we want to have uh, you know like a certain brand or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I think it is. This is a bottling imprint of some larger brewing company. So I would like to know if Simpler Times is like, are we drinking Rainier when we're drinking Simpler Times? Or are we drinking Pabst when we're drinking Rainier? Or it could when be we're drinking either. Simpler Times, or who knows? It could be like whichever, you know, has the extra to get rid of at that time. Right, which could account for why it tastes so thin. Yes. Like they kind of have to mask the difference. But I, I just assume that all the cheap beer brands are like the same brewer with the same stuff. And uh, High life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, it's kind of depressing when you put it that way, but you're right. You're absolutely right. So anyway, that that's how I feel about yeah, about inexpensive beers. However, I did drink nearly I don't know if I drank 18 of them. I purchased an 18 pack and took it camping. Passed yes. a few cans around. Um I had I had a good number of them. I will say that I had a, a responsible number of them, but it doesn't matter because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a road user at the time. Right. I was camping. 
and I was enjoying myself, and uh, it was good. So Milo where, McIver State where, Park. Yes, I was going to ask where you went. Milo McIver yeah. is great. Yeah. Which is out by Estacada, which is about 30 miles outside of Portland, Oregon. And you can, the other Portland, you can take the Springwater Corridor Trail nearly all the way. Uh, oh, to really? Estic- well, left- nah, maybe halfway. Uh, okay. But then uh, you've got a nice downhill to ride. There is a highway and then some back roads that get you into Estacada. And then you can sneak into the park the back way. And by sneak in, I just mean, like, you know, you're not coming in the main entrance, which would require right. an extra hill to climb. But uh, we still paid for camping. And it's still only $5 per person uh, for a bike camping. That's which awesome. I thought it had gone up to 6 but I think I was remembering the, the, rate, uh, the rate hike from last time. It went from oh. 4 to 5 I think. And we said, outrageous, too much. <laughs> but What is it at Oxbow? It's like, what, 25 per site? Oh, man, Oxbow, uh, Oxbow is a beautiful place. Oxbow is a metro it's regional really, park. It's really hard to justify camping there. It's at the bottom of a huge hill, which well, means that, that you have no yeah. choice about whether you need to climb the hill if you want to camp there. Also, because it's a metro park, like what's well, the combination of three counties here that run the, that park division, and it technically is a dry camp. Like by dry, well, not I mean, technically, it is a dry camp. Yeah, by the by the by, books by rule, you can't yes. drink there, and uh, I mean. I'm not saying you couldn't sneak, but you, you could, you know, you could bring a few bottles in your bags, and no one would know. I'm not I saying you should do I that. I wouldn't say you should count on the Rangers looking the other way because at any given moment they could decide to do their job. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just know that when when I take our crew camping, or when Adele takes our crew camping, there are so many people drinking beer and so much beer being consumed. You could not, yeah, you could not, kind of like play that off no we, it would <laughs> yeah. be impossible to hide that from the ranger and the ranger wouldn't like it he would so, not like that yogi yeah <laughs> so that was the that was kind of the thing uh but uh but yes milo mciver hey that's a nice open sound too steelhead steelhead root beer which is made in eugene right because steelhead also makes beer um i've never been to their brew house steelhead brewing brew dot com yeah eugene oregon it's a fine root beer Yes. Yeah. Very so, sweet. Mm. You can really taste the honey. Yeah. So um, one thing I was going to point out was that uh, we went to a brewery in Estacada on the way there. Oh. Uh, the brewery in Estacada is called Fearless Brewing. And uh, Fearless is good. They make great beer. I like hanging out there. The one issue that I have with Fearless Brewing, and I will say it because I think it needs to be said, they got a lot of rules. Oh, really? They got a lot of like, signs posted everywhere. Um, and we were there, uh, Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and uh, founder of the Regranary. He, uh, I think he was the first person into the bar, and we were all kind of parking our bikes on the sidewalk and like sitting down at tables and everything. And the first thing that uh, was said to Mr. Green was, Shave your beard. You folks are all going to order oh. something, right? What? Which to oh. me is not... No. The epitome of customer service. No. That- I assume they must be kind of gun shy because maybe they just get like people who roll in, you know, like like they all roll in and order water like teenagers at a Sherry's after a drama production. But I don't know. Who goes into a brewery, a brewery. just for water? Though? Yeah, you go and get beer. That's what I would think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that would be an issue. But there was there was a time on the way back from Multnomah Falls or from the gorge. Mm-hmm. And. You know, after you pass um, the Vista House and all that, you're going down the hill. Before you get into town, there's, it's like the first 
thing like gas station slash convenience store that you see after you know getting out of the gorge Uh uh-huh and i went in there one time and asked like hey can you just fill this up like i had my water bottle and was like yeah you know can you fill this up i'm gonna get like some gatorade and some snacks and the guy was like no i'm like just can you like i'm buying stuff here you know i'm not like out to like dick you over or anything Uh i don't think i actually said that but you know, I'm not trying to pull one over on you. Right. And he's like, no, water water is for sale. You can buy a bottle of water back there or, you know. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want anything now. <laughs> and I just kept pedaling. And it sucked. But Yeah. I mean. I think I, I know, know which one you're talking about. To me, like, it's kind of the principle of it. Sure. Like, I mean, an operating business uses water. And you're not gonna you're not gonna put a dent in their water bill by asking for a fill, right? And so like, it is even, kind of a principle when, thing. Like a bunch of you come rolling up, like what harm would it be to like be like, yeah, I'll fill, or you guys can fill in the sink in the bathroom or whatever, right? And you I know. assume everyone has their reasons. I don't know what they are, and I'm not sure. sure if I would agree with them if I did know. Right, right. I but, I don't. I'm pretty sure I would not. Yeah. <laughs> So by it seems like, f- yeah. like putting a stake, putting a stake in, or drawing a line in the sand where you don't really need to. Yeah, like order first, then you can have your water. <laughs> right, <laughs> or or even just like making a, a, a an issue out of it, you know, right, is bad enough. Like if you, so what? Like you know, maybe eight or maybe two out of ten people, you know take water and then just take off. Like Mm -hmm. there's eight out of 10 people who will stay in order or who will like buy their Gatorade and snacks and whatever. Um, and then would go on to tell other people and say like, yeah, I stopped at this place. They were cool enough to let me fill my water bottle while I was buying, you know, other stuff to supply my ride back home. Right. Yeah. Good, uh, good karma. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Aqua, Steven, any thoughts? I I don't know if like I understand like not having public restrooms and stuff, but just like t- take like three seconds, like here I, I'm spending twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I just like even half. I just need some water. <laughs> totally. It's, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. And I would I would be endeared if that happened because I would want to come back. Yeah. So yeah. fearless beer is good beer, but uh, I could see a lot of people maybe being put off. I think. Yeah. I think the attitude goes away as soon as they know you're going to be a customer. So, so that's the. I, I think that might <laughs> be the still, sticking point, but it is kind of sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. like you have to kind of like, tell them that you're in the club before they let you in the clubhouse. Plus, so, like, what group showed up to a place? All just got water and left. I want to know. There's yeah, no that way. we need to go with pitchforks and freaking. <laughs> <laughs> like you're running for the rest of us. <laughs> it's the only time that phrase would work. Run out of town on a rail. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that I think those are the things, the big things that happened. I can't think of much else other than it was very hot yesterday when we rode home. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it was a, what, like a 29-mile ride and all? It felt like a 50-mile ride because it was so hot yesterday. And it was like the first really hot, sunny day we've had. We've had a few, like, sunbreak days, but that was the first one where the temperatures were up. And I was out riding like full, you know, full weight. All the panniers were loaded. Do you remember sort of in March when it was like seventy-five and everyone freaked out? You lie. Like, it was like the <laughs> hottest day of the year so far. Oh my god! That didn't happen. No way. <laughs> Did it? It was so. Long I don't remember. Ago. Yeah, 
No, no, it really happened. <laughs> okay. Look We're going to have to go check the records. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one of the things that was kind of nice uh, kind of nice was that uh, we did coffee inside at the end of the tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, usually uh, the, the big thing is uh, coffee outside. It's where people, you know, uh, take their stuff and they, they brew it up and they hang out and have coffee wherever they are in the outdoors. Yesterday, it was so warm that we ended up going to a coffee shop that had air conditioning and had coffee inside. I posted the uh, picture of all the bikes lined oh, up out of the yeah. shop. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it felt great. And they were playing Beastie Boys, like so much Beastie Boys. Really? Yeah, multiple wow. albums. I really enjoyed it. This can't like, be Estacada. No, this was not. This was back in town once <laughs> that we returned was, to Portland. Was that Water Avenue? <laughs> it was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're they're good people. And they yeah, have I, uh, free bubbly water on tap. Were you, were you all there. able to fit in there? Uh, well, there was only like four or five of us by oh, the time okay. we were done. Yeah. And then uh, everybody else peeled off slowly until it was just Aaron Green and I, and uh, we ended up stopping for pizza. So technically the bike tour was still going <laughs> until he and I parted ways. Then it was over. But, yeah. So that was how I spent my weekend. It was nice to get cool. back out. I did get a new pad from Next Adventure. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I saw you when you had it. I've been yes. sleeping on, like, this old kind of broken down pad for a couple of years now, and I didn't realize how broken down it had become. But sleeping on that pad this last time, I was, I was uh, it was like... I had brought a queen feather bed <laughs> out to the great outdoors. It was like the difference in the, the foam cells either having loft or not. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. I had not had not realized. Now, with foam, do you ever, like, does it collect your heat? Well, technically, that's what it's supposed to do, I guess. It's one of okay. the functions it provides. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Like as, a, as an insulator. Mm -hmm. I think the other one probably like, still. In, for example, in this weekend when it was, like, pretty warm. Yeah. Like, did you feel any discomfort? No, I, I didn't go to bed until well after midnight. And, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, due to there being a campfire and many beers. And, of course, we would be irresponsible if we didn't finish all those beers. No, that's true. Wasteful. Yes. You that's know. what they mean by drinking responsibly. That's right. Make sure you finish it all. <laughs> Make sure the critters don't get drunk. Yeah, the clean plate club. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it was a good time. And we didn't have any critters, really. Uh, you know, it's one of the nice things about going bike camping in Oregon is that you don't have to worry about that many critters depending on where you go and what yeah. you have and who's around. But, I mean, in general, there are far fewer critters running around western Oregon than there are many other places. So, speaking of which, Aqua, can you tell us a little bit about your adventures? Oh, they, they were, uh, there was one point in my night, just kind of like, <laughs> we're just going to pick a random spot. There was one point in my night where I was sleeping in my tent, and it was okay, and it was fine, and then I just heard, like, something was trying to get in. Oh. And so I went from, like, dead dead sleep to just, like, what is that? What is what's out there? Like suddenly you're just awake. Oh, on high yeah. alert. Heart yeah. racing. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. And then like pass out again. Oh yeah. And then you're <laughs> and then you're done. And yeah. you're just like, I'm going back to bed. Yeah. It's like it's gonna go away. <laughs> it's gonna go away eventually. Nice. So we got a needle drop into your adventure right in the middle. Uh let's pull it back to the beginning and let's start this twelve inch record from the outside edge. And you went camping uh by yourself for the first time. Yes. So overnight, yeah, to uh, Stub Stewart, Stub Stewart State Park, which was awesome. Yeah, it's so one you, of my favorite. Yeah, you hadn't been uh, there before. Have not. Okay, I followed half of a map from uh, Ride with GPS, and then Google Maps. There you go. Apparently, Ride with GPS doesn't work unless you pay. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. They're so, a fantastic <laughs> service, but yeah, you can't download you, you offline. Pay for it. Yeah. And if you don't uh, have service, it doesn't even load, which is, uh, you know. 
Um, I just wrote the cue sheet. That's all I wanted. Did you ride? Did you ride the whole way, or did you max and then? I did ride? the max shortcut because yeah. I didn't know how it was well, getting be. up and over. You those don't want to bike up Germantown yeah. Road or anything. <laughs> Plus, at the time, my shifter was broken, so it's just like kind of stuck Ooh, in the eighth of its eighth gear. Oh, and <laughs> so that was great. Until it wasn't great. Does that mean you were spinning a lot? It was like really easy to pedal, but that also meant you had to pedal twice as much? No, it was more just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like single speed. Oh, okay. But a harder one that doesn't make any sense. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So that was fun. But my my whole adventure started was like, all right, I want to do this. I had a three-day weekend, which is rare. So I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go on an adventure. Congratulations, by the way. Well, thank you. (laughs) It's got to feel good to have a three-day weekend and go out and do it. Yeah. But, But then the day came. And I was kind of laying in bed and being like, do I really want to do this? And I was like talking myself out of it as I was packing because I'm a procrastinator. And as I recall. That's weird. What is that? Like, because I, I get that too. Like, what is that that like kind of keeps us from going out there? I don't know. It's like anything could go wrong. It's like, do I really, I could just, I could just sleep all day. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it's like, it's like if you have to pee and they say like, don't break the seal. If you don't want to have to go like every five minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever. It's like once you once you break the seal of camping, like once you start, yeah. it's easy, and then you go camping all the time. Right, right. Yeah, in this case, it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, was that a bad analogy? <laughs> it might have been. No, it's a, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's basically okay. or like getting a tattoo. Right. Like, you want more tattoos? Totally. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's also where this I am right now. Right. <laughs> but as I recall, you had had some uh, some pushback. Like there were some people telling you, "Oh, you shouldn't do this," or like you should take somebody else with you, or whatever. Oh, no. Oh, really? I was talking to my coworkers about it, and they were like, wait, you're going by yourself? And I was like, well, do you want to come? I don't know if anybody else to come with me. <laughs> it's like, I don't, you know, all my bikey buddies are all working. Right. So, I, you know, I don't have anybody that could just, like, drop and go. Uh-huh. Because I have most random weekends because service industry. But, yeah. So, so I just kind of, I was like, you know what? If I don't do it, I'm never going to do it. Uh-huh. So I packed all my stuff up, which was like... You know, it's overnight. I just need, like, shelter, fire, like, survival stuff. Uh-huh. Like, shelter, fire, water, all that stuff. Right. Did you bring your food with you all the way, or did you stop and get food on the way? I didn't have any plans for food, which, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the last minute, just kind of like, ah, sure, and then just, like, throw my stuff. So, <laughs> it was great, too, because I, you know, I'm good at navigation and maps and stuff, but, like... I was kind of listening to GPS as I was going, and at some point in time, the service kicked out. Oh, so you were like so audio like, cues? Yeah. So oh, okay. I was just kind of like searching and searching, so I missed a turn. But it was great because I found a convenience store. Oh, there you go. And then like got service again and just realized, oh, I'm just like, you know, not even half a mile off course. Just kind of go back and turn. Yeah. Which is great. And I, I did the, uh, as I was packing too, I got the... Uh, the kind of DBR Nathan Jones kind of mentality. It's like you don't need a lot of stuff. You just got to get enough to survive. Right, right. Nothing extraneous like a rain jacket, right? Yeah. So I got like a bunch of candy and I was going to get some chocolate milk and stuff. Perfect. <laughs> but I even posted a picture on Instagram. My friend's like, I love the nutritional snacks that you got. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I got to keep those yeah. calories up. Yep. I mean, going out and bicycling any, any distance, any more than like your regular just around town distance, it's an excuse to just go like ape shit about oh, yeah. like, I want to eat this and yes. this. I've been wanting to yes. eat this. I'm going to get that. I don't even want to eat that, but it looks good. So I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the candy one can muster. That's right. <laughs> but then by the time I got to Ben's, Ben's, 
Bend. No, Banks. Oh, right. Banks. Yeah. Sorry. That's the town where the Banks. trail starts. Right. Yeah, you, yes. If you were in Bend, you were totally lost. <laughs> yes. And this is where <laughs> <laughs> But you took light rail out to begin to get yourself out of the city. Yeah, to the Hillsborough. And then it's about a 10-mile ride until the, the off-road trail starts. Yes. The paved multi-use path. Yes, yes. Banks. So I, I got to Banks, and I saw like a, a like a Chinese restaurant sign, and I love Chinese food. So yeah. So I went there. Like, I was super disappointed, though. Oh, really? Oh. Don't what? go to the bank's Chinese food. Okay. <laughs> what, what did you order? Um, it was like some beef and fried rice and stuff. And okay. It all tasted the same. Uh-huh. Every, like the beef and the rice tasted the same? The beef tasted the same <laughs> oh. as the rice. <laughs> okay. tasted the same as the vegetable. I, I like ate like three bites of it, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, this is not past muster uh, for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've been through. I've been through banks a lot. I've never thought to stop for dinner. I was, I was, at the at that so, point, I was like, all right, so I ate some famous Amy's cookies, and I should probably eat something else. There we <laughs> right, go. Right, right. Because if it was just me going, I would have just eaten that and just been like, yeah, it's fine it's until good. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's not a lot of protein in famous Amos. That's the thing. No. You, you have to, like, find something else to, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, Chinese food. That sounds awesome. There you go. Don't go to the Chinese food. Okay. Did you end up <laughs> replacing that with something else then, or did you just kind of write it off and keep on going? I just kind of wrote it off and kept going. Okay. <clears throat> Which it's not hard to do, I guess. It's less stressful conditions because you're riding on this path. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah, just being out in the woods and like farmlands and stuff. It that yeah. was like all I needed. It's a I wonderful just done mix. That and then turned around and came back. Yeah, you know, it's just like I just want a vacation. I want to go camping. Yeah, Which are, like big motivators to kind of be like, I'm just gonna go. Let's just go on this. And so you went to Stub Stewart State Park. Did you you found the primitive camping, the uh, hike in site they call it? Yes. Yeah. Was it uh, Brook Creek? Brook Creek, yeah. Which, seasonally, there's either a creek or there's not. Yeah. Like, most times in the summer, I've never seen water there. I think one of the last times I was there, I actually saw water in the creek. And oh, I realized, really? Oh, hey, this is a creek, really. I've, I've seen it muddy. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. It's basically a trickle. Right. It rose there. So what was, your, uh, what was your assessment of this place, the, this camp in, uh, hiking camp spot? I definitely want to go again. Yeah. It was cool, especially since the campsites are like private but all together so if you know you have like a bunch of people who just want their own sites share fire ring yeah you can share a fire ring you can there's a restroom there yeah and those restrooms and parks are just the funniest things to me pit toilets oh yeah, yeah. it's an enormous concrete box that you take a shit into yes yeah <laughs> that's it <laughs> oh so it's the, it's the beginning of the season <laughs> uh, how many other people were there there were okay so when i first got to the campsite there was i didn't see a single soul uh-huh. anywhere like i didn't even know if the visitor center was open yeah which it wasn't okay open. but um, they, I, I kind of walked in cause my tires aren't good for the gravel. Yeah. It's a pretty gravelly and it's very steep. There's yeah. uh, getting in and getting out are tricky. Yes. But it's, it's still fine. Cause you look around and you're just, you're in the woods. Yeah. What's not to love. And so, um, by the time I like tried to check in and all that and, um, try to charge my phone some, I went back and there were like two people at the campsite next to me. Oh yeah, like right next to you. Yeah. So how did you feel about that? Well, right next to me, but it was still like a ways away. Okay, it wasn't like there was this whole campground like right next to you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up? We're in the woods together. (laughs) Yeah. No, so that was fine, and then I didn't see anybody else. Yeah. Which which was super cool. Very good. 
And by the time I got there, I was like, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you bide your time? But that answers that question, I suppose. Yeah, You're just, just like charging my phone, Yeah, eating whatever candy I had left over, and then... Straight to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was fine. And That's then, like everything you want to do like as a kid, right? Oh, yeah. You want to just like go out and ride your bike for hours, and then eat a bunch of candy, and then go to bed. And this, you, you are living the dream. Yes. This I is am good. never going to grow up. <laughs> Neither am I. I hope not. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. So what happened overnight? You, you mentioned uh, waking up to a uh, noise. Oh, yes. The noise of like a critter could have been. Yeah. Could, I don't know what it was. Okay. But it did but, just eventually go away. Then. Yeah, yeah. It just went away. I kind of like hit the sides of my tent uh-huh. a little bit. Just kind of like, hey, buddy, go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fell back asleep. Woke up to rain. Okay. Did and you wake up like midnight to rain? Middle of night? Or like yeah. in the morning to rain? At that point, I checked my phone and it was like... 2.30, oh, okay. 3 in the morning, and I was like, oh, well, I hope my tent stays dry. <laughs> Here's to hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to sleep, woke up, and it was like, okay, and then, oh, man, the ride home. So never in my lifetime have I had to wring out my gloves uh-huh. and take my shoes off to let the water pour. Oh. Ooh. And this is all coming back. Oh, Going my goodness. There, it was like today. It was clear skies. So beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was like the perfect temperature where you didn't sweat. Yeah. And it again, mentioning great. you didn't bring your rain gear with you. Oh, no, you. because I yeah. packed right before I left the door. Right. <laughs> my biggest fear of the whole trip was, did I lock the front door? Right, right. <laughs> we had something similar where we did what left on this trip, and Adele was like, did I leave the stove on? Oh, and, no. And I'm like, well, should I go home and check? We actually had somebody we knew who had the key, and so we had them yeah. go and look for us to make sure. But, yeah. But it's what, those small things are just like, well, I, I sure hope so. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, you're going by yourself? Like, what if this happens? That, it's like, no. I was like the whole time like, I'm pretty sure I locked the door. Like, I just. Yeah. It's too far now. Right. It's too yeah. far now. You have housemates, right? So. Yeah. You could eventually call one of them and say, hey, check this for me, yeah. would you? Or just right. blame so it So I've been thinking them. about this for about five hours now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fine yeah so you uh, got super wet did you uh you said you woke up to rain on the tent so you had mm-hmm. to pack up your tent when it was wet yeah luckily yeah. i have a pack towel okay so, oh you got to dry it off before you packed it yeah pro tip pro tip have you, either small. of you guys ever done this wait do you, say pack this towel, pack towel brand p- towels are highly absorbent so you can just like you know, kind of wipe down your tent, wring it out, wipe down your tent, wring it out, and... Really? It was maybe, like, 2% wet. Reduces oh, your water weight. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's I've not, like, like real I've, like, wrung bad. things out, and then, like, while camping, you wring it out, and then, like, wrap it or roll it up in the towel mm. after that. But that, I'm, I'm going to have to look into this product. Yeah, and they're super small, too. That's a great idea. I love those because I've got one, and then you don't have to bring or look for a huge towel somewhere. You can just use this one, wring it out, use it again, wring it out, et cetera, et cetera. Come in different sizes and yeah. everything. If you want to send me some free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and aren't they? They're like a microfiber material, right? So you can also yeah. use them to clean your glasses, I think. Oh, yes. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that we all wear glasses in this room, which means that, you know, this oh, yeah. is good news for all of us. Yes. Yeah. I actually carry a microfiber like in my bike bag now. I'm, oh, get, really? I'm growing up and getting responsible and cleaning my glasses from time to time. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. 
Too often lately, I've been wearing shirts that just smudge it all over my glasses. Right, you oh, find yeah. that oh, yeah. the that's kitchen, the worst. Yeah, and it's just all. It's so you just like start going towards the back, like all <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh, searching right. for like a good. dry spot on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops! There's a bunch of sweat there. I can't use that. Yeah, and you can't use anything that's like 100% polyester because no. that doesn't. It do just the trick. pushes it around. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, oil-based things. Here's some more oil-based things. Right. Yeah. So I just end up, you know, taking my glasses off it's like i can see still see good enough that i don't have to wear glasses while biking oh i'm blind i am so blind like everything is just a color blur that is moving. it's like an impressionist painting i still <laughs> might i still might not wear glasses at that point there, yeah there's still a possibility just to just to avoid all the yeah. just to avoid yes yeah so uh i've often like i'd run like if if um it was raining or like I ran through a sprinkler yeah. or something. I just like let it sit there. Like as <laughs> I ride, it'll dry off. Yeah. You know. Right. It's better. It's better than like smudging and then, it and then it right, being there forever. Right. And then it's, then you got like the streak. I'd rather have like a couple dots here and there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Listener, do you wear glasses in the rain? And if so, how do you combat that? Yes. Yeah. We inquiring minds want to know. I also and want to try an experiment. Point, yeah, yeah. At one point you were talking about putting Rain-X on your glasses. Yeah. So like for my car, I have these like Rain-X window cleaner things. Yeah, which causes water to bead up and, and not stick to the, the, right. the glass as well, right? Yeah, so yeah. I was thinking like maybe you should try it in like a small corner just to see <laughs> it's like. Because I have like these transition lenses Yeah, and these are I, – I don't plan on getting glasses anytime soon. What if it soon, smudges so. the transition that would be hilarious. <laughs> or just like gets rid of it so there's one spot. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, like a Dalmatian spot of glasses. That's why you try it in the very corner where you don't even see it. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to try it for America. Test, <laughs> test on an inconspicuous part of your clothing. For people. Yeah. Play the thing. For people. <laughs> uh, so tell me about, like, you were going home. It's getting wet. It's already wet. You are wet. Oh, yes. uh, on your way out, uh, you don't have a rain jacket. Did you have warm clothing that you were? Was that helpful to you? They were warm until they were wet. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, um, so, what was your experience like getting back? To, I'm assuming you went back to the light rail. Yes. Okay. Luckily, it's oh, mainly man, downhill the whole hard way. Life right over there. Hey, what? <laughs> he's just oh, he's having a he's having a hard time. The guy in the back of the box truck <laughs> just sitting there, just sitting there, enjoying the life. yeah. <laughs> Living with his existential crisis. Right there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I mean, it totally interrupted. But it, like, this is what happens is when we leave begging, the studio door open. Begging to be pointed out and made fun of. <laughs> we are up to the minute here on the sprocket. That's right, yes. Breaking news. <laughs> Hipster has oh, he just existential crisis. He just hopped off. Oh, Subsequently oh, gets gone. rid of. He made a decision. Oh. That's oh, it. No. I'm going back to college. Local progressive made a decision after feeling the breeze and realizing that life did, in fact, have a point. It is what we make of it. And this has been Lifetime. Now, back to the Sprocket Podcast. I'm sorry, Aqua. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so tell us about getting back to uh, to warmth. Because, like, you, you were too warm the day before, I'm assuming, right? Or at least at no, some point. Perfect. You okay. were warm enough. Yes. <laughs> you, you were perfect the day before. Yes. You were not perfect on the way back. Not no. feeling perfect. You, the, the, the feelings were not what you desired. So. Yes. But luckily, it's mainly downhill on the way back. Okay. So 
that helped. Uh-huh. It was kind of like, here's a push to just get you back. Gets it over faster. Yeah. And stopped at a Sonic, which yeah. was fun. They, Sonic wait, there's Sonics yeah, up here? Yeah, I'm still confused. There's, there's, con- there's okay, Sonics Okay, so in between, <laughs> I, I took like, the different way to go because I was like, all right, so the first way has like, I calculated because I'm a nerd. So the first way has 13 turns. Yes. To get to the Hillsborough Transit Center. Right. Um, from the uh, park. Hard to remember, though. Yes. So, and like one is like this really deep gravel road where like you oh, get yeah. shot, you know, get off, get off of my property kind of thing. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so like I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to go the other way, which is on OR 47. Right. Uh, highway. Which, state highway. It was would be awesome if it wasn't raining and kind of windy. And a highway. Yeah. And Aaron, you and I have done that one before. Yes. Two Stub Stewart uh, to Forest Grove, right? Uh, yes. Or, yeah, yes, small yes. town outside of Hillsboro. Oh, yes. But yeah. there's a Sonic there, in uh, technically in Cornelius, I believe. America's Family Town. That's where it is? Awesome. Yeah. I was watching the se- that 70s show on TV, just charging my phone, uh-huh. some hot food. It was great. <laughs> there we go. So, <laughs> you little comforts. I mean, just yeah. the fact that there's a Sonic in Oregon <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. yeah. The second one I've ever been to. The first one was in uh, middle Midwest somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, the Midwest. Traveling. I'm yeah. familiar with the state called Midwest. I did not, I did not <laughs> think... <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> I did not think they, like... Came north of the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, there's not many of them, but yeah. there's also one in uh, what is it, uh, like South, like Tigard, I want to say, or or Wilsonville. Really? Yeah, huh. there's a few of them scattered around, but they're not. They're few and far between. Hard okay, to find. So Pedalpalooza ride. Yeah, all, all the Sonics. <laughs> we're gonna get a Sonic. We're gonna get milkshakes. Ride. Supersonic, <laughs> and we can all wear basketball jerseys. <laughs> Oh my god! That's an old school reference for anybody from Seattle because that team doesn't <laughs> that exist team anymore. Is no more. Yep, and they blew up the dome they used to play in. No way, really? Right? The, 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 didn't the Kingdom have? Uh, I feel like unless Yo, the Supersonics played in Key Arena. Yes, is it's like called a play the Kingdom. Instead of playing yes. the Kingdom. Yes. Kingdom. Welcome to the Kingdom. Exactly. Well, someday, son, all of this will be yours. <laughs> oh, no. And then they blow it up, and then uh, the prince is very disappointed. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> You went to a Sonic. You I'm felt not sure better. How much longer it was I can stay so here much better. If we keep making puns. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this bracket podcast. <laughs> I just noticed that on the wall of the studio there are two. There's a first place for Lovin' and second place, the Dumb Friends League. There's like little pennants you would get for, I guess, being part of the second place the dumb doesn't friends. give a reason. No, it. And uh, they have dogs on them. Yeah, Dumb Friends. What is? Is this like a like? Like a really old, politically incorrect way to say something like like this person is mute. No, I don't think so. And they're Quakers. <laughs> and they're, and they're Quakers. competing in something. <laughs> Dog showing. Maybe we're the ants. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback to call back to the extra material extra that we have to release gonna, now. Yeah, that you'll hear later. Yeah. So uh, all things told, you made it's it a back. back to I made the it back. Or forty seven sucks, but it's great. And it there's construction, been... which is kind of funny. Cause yeah. Like the flaggers. All right. So you go up, you go up, you're by yourself. You obviously have stuff like you were doing something. Uh huh. Or you're homeless. Either way, you. I was going up to the flagger, and the guy looked at me, and he was just like, kind of like going on his, got on his radio, and he's like, "All right, there's a cyclist," and he's like, "Just go that way." And so I just kind of like it went through. And I was kind of like, ha, 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 "Special you know, treatment." Cyclist to come through the this, this barrier. Uh huh. And then there was a second one, and the the lady was just like, "What? Why?" Okay, just yeah, just, just go, go. Just, just go. go. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Wait, so like they didn't they didn't communicate with each other because flaggers are often stationed at like the beginning and end of a construction no, they zone. Did. They oh, were, they did. Two, okay, two flagger sites. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 
But yeah. but she did not anticipate you when you showed up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, who the hell are you? It's like, number one, it's raining. Why are you here? <laughs> You're on the highway. You're by yourself. Right. What is wrong with you? Yep. Now she's kind of like, la, 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 la. I'm having a good time. I just went to Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're so great. <laughs> And then you've you never it. been to a sno- Sonic, have you? I have never been to a Sonic. No, <laughs> I gotta go someday. It's great whenever you're cycling a lot. Yeah, no kidding. It and sounds yes, it's perfect like, for cycling. It's like the Debitas commercial. Well, it's it's, it's a, not great when you're going by car, which, which is what I did <laughs> which, in my childhood. But that's what okay. you're supposed to like. That's what they gear the all their advertising. Know, right? Like, yeah, you go up there. All like, their commercials take place inside a car in the drive-through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. They still have like roller skates in some places. Do they? The first well, one yes, I went to. Yeah. They had roller skates. Because Sonic is a, for anyone, I'm explaining for Portlanders, because everybody else in America knows what a Sonic is, but <laughs> just like the fact that you can drive in, it's like an A&W root beer, where yeah. like you would drive in and park in this stall and order from the stall. It's, before there were drive-throughs, there were drive-ins. Correct. Because mm-hmm. if you drove through that, you would break things. But you could park <laughs> your car there, order from a little console, and then someone would come out on roller skates and bring you your food. Or like the Flintstones. They have exactly. Flintstones. Exactly. Yeah. What was the name of the... Of the uh, Chain in the flat. I mean, was it a chain or the restaurant, well, the drive-in the restaurant. restaurant? I don't know. I know it's taken real deep. I can't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> trivia night. There's Indeed. still drive-ins I, around Portland. There's well, I remember going past one all the time. Drive-ins? Yeah, there's uh, Mike's drive-in that's like way out in Oregon oh, City. I think there's uh, one in like Clackamas too. There's one in Selwood. Selwood, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Mike's drive-in is actually anyone who does live in Portland should go to Mike's drive-in someday. It's pretty bad. They make amazing, Is amazing food. I like yes. what. Yeah, I've had, uh, I've had their stuff. I drove through it one time. They have a very extensive menu. Okay. Yeah, but it's like greasy American. Yeah, it's like there's 42 food. numbers on the menu, and like number 13 and number 14 are like the same thing, but one has fries <laughs> and one has onion rings or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Well, it's like the first, the first like 10 are all like variations on a hamburger. Right. Exactly. Yeah. With pickles, without lettuce. With right. lettuce, without pickles. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so did you I'm go to get... the Sonic out there? Yeah, and they were playing that 70s show, and it was great because I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, nice. I was assuming you were watching it on your own device. Oh, no. But no, it was on the television. Yeah, it was on the television. Right, because like, Sonic has a television. They have yeah. a TV. Yeah. They also have this like island thing, which is sweet because they have a bunch of uh, power outlets. Oh, yeah. Islands, Perfect so. for, bi- you know, Sonic loves bicycle tourists. Yeah, especially when you're <laughs> I will say this in their stead, <laughs> I'm sure. Though, even though you've never been to a Sonic. <laughs> I'm sure they would agree. All of their advertisement takes place in a car. <laughs> Sonic Drive-In would love bicycle tourists to Come in and plug all their devices in. Dripping wet. That's Hang right. Out. Yep. Refill For a couple your hours. water bottles there. Yep, yep. Order some waters. <laughs> That's right. And use the restrooms. <laughs> Sonic it's would love nothing like, more. It's usually like a high, bunch of high schoolers that work there, so they don't care. Yeah. Right. And if they do, they don't have the uh, the resolution to address right. it verbally. Right. Oh, yeah. They'll stare you down. You just, you just mean mug them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you could order something. I mean, oh, there's I guess, that, too. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're there. You might as well get those whatever, what are those, crazy fries? Crazy they fries. Crazy they fries? Call them? I don't know. Which don't are? Know. It's just like there's chili cheese something. Oh. Yeah, oh. chili cheese. I remember getting Coney's. That's what they called them, Coney's. Coney's. Oh, yeah. Chili They're dog. Just like really... Like a foot long, yeah, dog, mm-hmm. and I just remember as a child, <laughs> this is better than McDonald's, which is down the street, but you know, <laughs> it's Sonic, right? Oh, there's so it's much. Slightly better. Get yeah. your processed mo- uh, meat in tube form. 
<laughs> as opposed to yes. in a patty. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Aqua, what are your next plans? Do you have anything else in mind? Like, are you going to do another solo at some point? I might, actually. Yeah? Because Ainsworth State Park has been on my radar for a while. Oh, yeah. the gorge? Yes. Yeah. And there's another, like, you can fast forward with the uh, Gresham end. Of, of the, the of the light rail, yeah, the yeah, max the here rail. in Portland. Yeah. Oh shit! I never thought of that. Bad yeah. Also, uh, what is it? The uh, the Columbia Gorge Express. Um, it's uh, like a day out to Multnomah Falls. To Multnomah Falls, yeah. yeah. I was actually planning a route earlier today based on that. Really? If I if I could get out there with my bike, uh, how far could I go? And right. so, yeah, uh, if you need to like ditch out afterwards, say it rains again, mm-hmm. and you know you're uncomfortable or whatever, you could hop the bus from Multnomah Falls. Well, this time I'm going to actually pack before. There we go. Minutes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> if you need some last-minute details, call me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations on having done that, because uh, I remember these rains that you experienced, and I was in town. I want to say I was driving. I was at work during, you know, which is why I, I would have joined you were I free. But I remember the rains coming down and just thinking, like, I cannot imagine what it would be like to be outside right now. And it was seriously, it was like the hardest it has rained in Portland this oh year. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, when, yeah. When was this? I mean, the hardest it has rained in a week ago record-setting okay. wet winter. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, congratulations. Spring, you were not washed away. <laughs> you are still here with us. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and you're not disheartened. You're going to do it again. Oh, yeah. I had fun with it. I'm glad. It's like I'm just—I just have to make it back. Yeah. That's all that matters. Well, the next time uh, you should also go with us sometime. Oh, for sure. Yeah, whenever we go out and hike and camp yes. and whatnot. Yes, Tomorrow, and yes. let's go camp and hike and bike. We I'm just not going to go home. To- Wednesday, Thursday. I have <laughs> you have to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Someone, I'm, someone will cover me. I, right? I see how it goes. <laughs> I might be a sick cover driver tomorrow. Might cover my I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, not yeah. me. Inside baseball. <laughs> so. Um. Anyways, thank you for coming in, yeah, Aqua. Appreciate thanks, it. Yeah, thanks uh, we cover your commentary as we continue to discuss, but now we're going to turn our attention to Stephen. Stephen, you live across the river. I do. I've been there for, God, two years. Uh-huh. I was going to say, has it's it been two been years It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I did that to somebody the other day. <laughs> it's like a comedy bang bang. They do that on comedy bang bang. Right, yeah, that, that's where I got it from. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Wait, you've is got that Nickelback. No, it oh. sounds like Nickelback, but it's actually stained. Oh, get out! Oh. Uh. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Wait, how are you insulted that I mistook stained for Nickelback? I think, I think they're like all insulted. like they're like all in a race to the bottom. Anyway, I thought you were saying it to me, as in like you know who that is. Get out! No, everybody out! <laughs> everybody out of the pool! Hey, everybody out! Uh, no, but uh, I was just going to say, you, you work in the other Portland, you live in the other Vancouver, and uh, what uh, what has your commuting experience been like? Because you, at one point, lived in Portland. You you know this town really well. I do, yeah. You've biked in almost every part of both sides of the state line. I have, yeah. I've lived all over Portland, so. Um, Why do you keep getting kicked out of Portland? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's happened. I keep getting kicked out. No. Um, I don't know. You know, Vancouver is weird because there's so many there it, the the amount of cyclists is so so much fewer than Portland. So you find drivers getting less annoyed with bicyclists because 
there's not so many of you're them. You're still a novelty. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. So you're saying that like uh, a critical mass in some ways can be a bad thing? Like you're experiencing like if they don't have to deal with bikes all the time or like every block or something, then they're actually inclined to give you more generosity on the road? Not necessarily. It's just um, I think for them they just, you know, the bikes – for at least for my commute, um, I'm pretty much on all biking roads. I'm on a bike lane pretty much the whole way home. Okay. So it makes it very easy to commute from yeah. work and back to home without any sort of rift from cars. Because Not a lot of taking the lane. No, yeah. there's not a lot of that. And you have to do that a lot in Portland. Um more so than you would expect in America's bicycle capital. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah, you have to do that a lot. What were you going to say? No, no, keep going. Okay. Um, yeah, and there's also just not a lot of, yeah, um, people turning right in front of, <laughs> that's the other oh, nice the right thing hook? about, <laughs> that's the nice thing about my commute is that there's not a lot of right hook stuff going on. Like a car just clipping in front of you as yeah. you're trying to go straight through an intersection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, that's good. Yeah. Um, and then the times that I bike for my commute, uh, in the morning, although this morning was, uh, a bizarre experience. Um, what happened? Well, I, so there's two different roads that I usually take to get to work. And one of them is a biking road. The other one is the one that Google maps sends you down, okay. which I will do if I'm running late to work. <laughs> uh, is it faster? Eh, maybe, maybe it's less biking. The hill's steeper. So I get to go faster momentum yeah um and there's usually so few cars on the road at that time of the day it's 5 30 in the morning or whatever wait a and minute have i been down this hill uh mill plane okay probably not mill plane between brent road and and grand no i th- i thought maybe we were driving down that at one point you've been no. to vancouver at some point <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know I don't normally cross bridges <laughs> under duress <laughs> or state lines. Um, but there was a mutus gracias over there. I really oh, wanted to that's go right. To. Yeah, yeah. I think we might. No, we we went up the hill. Um, we had borrowed somebody's car, and we went up the hill um, that I usually go up on oh, my bike. Okay. That's by that's Clark College yeah. and goes up. Yeah. Um, no, there's a different hill that's mainly car traffic. Um, and I went down that hill this morning, and I was pretty much down the hill the whole way. Like, there's no room for bikes to be on the road, so you have to take the lane pretty much. And it's 35 miles an hour. And I had this car go by me this morning, and I heard something hit the bushes next to me as I was, like, halfway down the hill. And I looked over to my left... And I saw this car rolling up their passenger side window. Really? And I was like, what the fuck? Rolling Did you just up. Thro- yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you just throw something at me as I was going down the hill because I was in your way? Wow. Like, oh, wait, did th- they? They must have. Okay. Because it was a really loud noise in the bushes. And I looked, like, just before I looked at their car, I had looked over and I saw the bushes, like, you know, yeah. rustling. Yeah, yeah, and shaking. Um, so I was like, are you kidding? What did you throw out your window at me? And the the one thing about that hill specifically versus taking the bike hill is that hill is so much shorter. It's really steep. 
Right. I'm on that street for maybe 30 seconds. And traveling at a comparable speed to yeah, traffic, I'm, the right? The speed limit is 35. I'm probably doing 30 <laughs> on my bike. So, I mean, they have to get over in the left lane if they want to drive 45 miles an hour down the road at 545 which, or whatever time. Which sounds like was what was going yeah. on. Yeah. It was just, I couldn't believe it because I've had, you know, crazy other experiences with biking but nothing where somebody's throwing right. something at that's me. amazing i couldn't believe it yeah um, i think i got tagged by an apple core when i was like seven i yeah. was riding in really? r- rural british columbia seven years old on a bmx bike uh <laughs> and some guy like threw an apple core out the window and it like hit me on the leg and it's like oh bullshit. it hurts yeah but it hasn't wow. that doesn't happen a lot so yeah you haven't been like tagged you haven't been like no contacted by something i've had people roll their windows down and yell at me uh-huh. several times but I've never had anybody. I just call that Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> it's like at least once a week somebody comes and yells at me. Yeah, because I do. There's one one point at the very end of my commute in the afternoon where I go and cut over three lanes. Oh yeah, uh, on Mill Plain, which oh, is a major road. Whoa, it's like the major road. Yeah, in yeah Vancouver. it is a major road. But I'm like, do I want to take the crosswalk and ride on the sidewalk today, or do I want to ride down the road and then piss people off? <laughs> I'm in a pissy mood. I'm going to piss everybody off. There you go. <laughs> it's the end of your day. <laughs> Why goes, not? <laughs> goes around, comes around. Legally, I am taking advantage of what my rights are as a bicyclist. Yeah, so you do have that right. Well, yeah. are you are you allowed the lane in in Washington? Y- yes, you are. Well, I think the law is like you have to be over um, to. The, to the furthest to the right. Um, As is practicable. Yeah. Yeah, which means if you're turning left. If you're turning left, you have to move over to the left. Right. Right. Okay. It's a little Correct. A, a little more vague than Oregon stuff. But. Yeah, because Oregon allows bicyclists the entire lane, whereas Washington says you can basically be anywhere in the lane as you have need, but if you're just going straight down the road, you should be on the shoulder. Yes, yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's a weird – mill plane is a really weird thing. I, I think whenever you were living in, over in Vancouver – um, there wasn't a bike lane. There's a bike lane on Mill Plain now. Between That's amazing. My house and um the top of the hill. Okay. Because um, when I lived in Vancouver, it was 2007, and I moved down to Portland for the better bicycling facilities. I would argue at this point that I think Vancouver, Washington, has better overall bicycling facilities than Portland does. In that they have gone through and in every part of town on every major road, they have made sure that there is a separate bike lane for lanes. everyone. When I the few times I've ridden through there, the lanes are definitely more clearly marked. Yeah, yeah, and and kept up. Yeah, and kept up. <laughs> Whereas in Portland, you get sharrows, which is like, hey, uh, bikes Sheros, can be here, right? Yeah. yeah, which are also worn to shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> so yes, so yeah, so th- there's a weird thing with Vancouver. They they maintain it as a bike lane where you they have like one of those like really tiny signs that says. Watch for bikes or whatever it is. Right, right. Um, after the bike lane ends. Okay. <laughs> so the bike lane is actually, on mill plane, is actually not very long. Like, it's, first you have to merge into traffic, then they are warned that you will be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and it's like covered up covered up by a bush or something. Okay, right. You know. Um, As all good signs are. <laughs> I am curious about, uh, just about your commute, because you work in Portland. Right. And uh, you have to cross the interstate bridge every day. This is yes. famously not necessarily a bike-friendly bridge, uh, but there is a sidewalk on this interstate highway bridge that goes over the Columbia River. It's the major crossing that most people use, that or the other one farther to the east. But uh, but this one, it's a shorter 
crossing for one. And uh, I would say even if the facilities are not great, it's probably preferable to the I-205. Yeah. I'm not... I Well, whenever I first moved to Vancouver, I was working um, a different job, and it was a few more miles away, but I had to take 205. Right. And that's um, like a two... Was it, is it like two miles long? It's two long? miles. Yeah. yeah it's two, two miles. miles of separated bike path, but it's in the middle of a freeway. Yeah, it's Like so literally in the middle of a freeway. Windy. Yeah, That's, windy, and if you're going back to Vancouver, it's like a two-mile climb. A, yeah, you have to climb up. It's always full of debris. Right. And there's always shit. Yeah, there's always stuff in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that was always... And, like, they have these little grates that are, like, every oh, other yeah. sidewalk. So you uh, just the, bump, 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 It's like bump, the bump. seam of, the, uh, of yeah. the bridge or whatever. So it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And potentially dangerous if you're hitting it at the wrong angle. Like, if your yeah. handlebars or whatever are just tweaked a little bit, you could potentially slide out and hurt yourself. Or get a pinch flat or something. Or yeah. that, yeah. There's definitely... And then the water accumulates... On the oh, yeah. in the center on of the bridge, yeah. we're telling people never to do this. Never <laughs> don't take ever the Glenn ride Jackson Bridge. <laughs> but your experience, you ride the I five bridge every I day. Do. So tell us about that. I five bridge is is great. I really like that. <laughs> no <laughs> problems. <laughs> so the only problems I ever run into is people walking, and then some asshole riding his bike on the wrong side of the bridge. Oh, so yeah. is but, there? T- let's explain it just a little bit more because I I used to do this and I think I have the same gripe that you did. Generally. When I would cross that bridge, it's a sidewalk. It's a basically it's like a one person right. width sidewalk. So um, there are the there are spaces between yeah depending on yes there are spaces between the bridge structural supports that uh, one person or another could pull into duck into to yield the right of way. Yes. Whoever has that, and it's unclear who does, yes, but generally. Yes. Two bicycles cannot pass each other going in opposite directions on this sidewalk. It's very narrow, so. The way I always thought about this was that going into Oregon, going southbound, you would be on the west side of the bridge. That's the right side if you're facing towards Oregon. That would be going with the flow of traffic. Going with the flow of traffic. So uh, the cars next to you are traveling in the same direction you'd be traveling. And I would take the other side to go uh, back to Washington. There's actually a sign that directs you that way. There's a sign now because there never was before. And I always thought about maybe like bootstrapping a sign. But so there there is now. It's regulated? Yeah. Well, it's not regulated, but um, it's like those signs that you see around Portland that say, you know, this direction, is tw- two miles to oh, Gateway or that. whatever. Oh, but like it's the, one of those. The green it's a green sign. Okay, like and a bicycle says, directional sign. To Vancouver, it's, if you're coming from Oregon, to Vancouver, take a left, and then it puts you on the east side. So of the it's bridge. actually like a city, yeah, ordinance or not ordinance, but, it, but it, know, like a city posted right. sign. Yeah, it's, it's not like somebody like like with their screen printing or, or no, no, no. It's an official like, city okay. sign. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't mean that it's abided by it. Well, yeah, like things are only as valuable as as the value placed upon them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, But usually I don't run into any complications with people on the bridge. As in like someone riding towards you that doesn't yield the right of way or something. It happens every once in a while, but people are pretty courteous. And we don't know if there is an actual right of way, but there's at least like an intention. It seems like the way that it's been designed, at least retroactively, they've applied this, this flow model of... People should be traveling in this direction on right. this side. Yeah. If you're on a bike, if you're if you're walking, you know that's that's a thing. Yeah. You can you can walk either way. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's usually not a problem. Every once in a while, they'll close the bridge on one side, which is a pain in the ass. Oh damn! Because they don't put the sign. Like if you're coming coming in, um, can you just take the lane at that point? 
<laughs> on the bridge. On I-5. I would not ride. On the freeway. <laughs> I don't recommend riding. Actually, I think it might be illegal to Officially, ride. Officially, motorized vehicles are prohibited. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't mean it's right for Mike Jarek to be an asshat about it. <laughs> also true. But yeah, they'll like they won't. There was a couple times I was riding into work, and um, coming in from Vancouver, there's a little sidewalk that you take that's over um, on the west side of the bridge, and then it puts you up onto the bridge. And they didn't have a sign up there to tell you, oh, the bridge is going to be closed yeah. very quickly, so you can't actually use this side of the bridge. Was so, this like a like a locked gate situation? Yeah. Or a barricade? Or, yeah. Okay, because there are much. gates that can be closed occasionally, yeah, they right? Close the gate. Yeah. the I-5 bridge occasionally lifts. Um, to yes. allow barge traffic ships it's to pass through. the same thing. That's how they... What, they're doing some sort of maintenance or whatever. Sure. Um, but it's a pain in the ass because then you have to walk underneath the bridge and come back the other side and, like, go up the wrong side. The, yes, I said the wrong side <laughs> of the bridge. He didn't make any air quotes either. He, he <laughs> believes this is the wrong side. If you're going on the east side of the bridge, going south... You're an asshole because you make it harder for me to bike downhill. Then I have to stop. It's true. <laughs> oh wait, is this the uh, the the call to action? Call to action. Are we telling people? Uh, uh, okay. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Let me do this. Bike on the correct side of the street. All right, go ahead. <laughs> If you're biking on the east side of the bridge, on I-5 bridge, going south, you are an asshole. Please bike on the west side of the bridge, where it's been clearly labeled. Unless they're doing construction. Unless they're doing construction. Yes. There we go. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Screw the city. We're tired of this. Give us appropriate lanes. What do we want? Infrastructure. When do we want it? Now. Yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. About okay. 10 years ago. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, no, it's uh, it's funny to me just, like, the way it's set up because it is, like, it could be so much nicer. But this yeah. bridge is also, like, nearly 100 years old, I think. Right. I still prefer any, well, I won't use it to bike into southeast Portland unless I'm, like, you know, down around MLK or whatever. But, um, yeah, I much prefer it to. Man. 205. 205 just... That's so interesting because... It's too windy. As someone who doesn't doesn't really cross the, either of those bridges very often, my instinct... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate bridges. <laughs> what do you have against Washington State? <laughs> it's not that. It's just crossing water. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, my instinct would say, we'll, we'll use the Glenn Jackson Bridge because, you know... That's quote unquote safer. You're yeah. not like on the edge of the bridge and it's not as narrow. But as someone who bikes that on a daily basis, you say the I five bridge is actually where it's at. I like the I five bridge. It's much shorter. It is the shorter. wind does not affect you pretty much at all. There's been a couple of times where I've rode home and I like get knocked sideways kind of. Fine. But like hmm. That's no been on deal. extreme days where it's been like 40 mile an hour, right, right. 50 Gusts mile an hour gust. But on I, I-205, it's so high up in the air and there's so much car traffic that it just blows in a circle. Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah. now I have to bike You get up, dust in your face uphill. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I have to bike uphill with wind 
it still doesn't take very long. It's like maybe 10, 15 minutes on 205. But I-5 is so much shorter. So much faster. Yeah. yeah. And in I just to, just to pile it on on the drivers that are sitting there waiting to get into Vancouver, if you are driving a car to Vancouver at like anywhere between, what, like 2 p.m. and 8 p.m., like you will be there for three hours. <laughs> it takes forever. You'll be there I have for a while. borrowed yeah. my room. My roommates were out of town um, for about a week, and I borrowed their car, and without taking the shortcut... Uh, to get across I five bridge, which I will not unveil. Uh, is this is this a legal shortcut? It is or a an legal shortcut. Illegal I, shortcut. I believe. Okay. Are we, are we talking like getting on a barge or something? <laughs> like, how is there a shortcut to get in across a bridge? You know, I have always wanted. I've always wanted to start up my own ferrying service. Just like you can figure make, it out. Yeah, people killing, would man. pay. People would pay out the nose. Yeah. to put their car on a barge and go across the river because it would take you know so so much less time than sitting it in would. traffic. But I'm sure there are regulations about that. What about a water taxi? What about a water taxi? Let's, ta- let's, let's start a water taxi all right, service. Let's do it. After I finish my ordinary day's work, oh. I will I will start my <laughs> second job where I work from. Yeah, I don't know. We'll start with a flotilla. I'll and hire then some guys. Slowly upgrade from there. Sounds good. Know. Yeah. We'll just strap some rain barrels together. <laughs> exactly. Make it out of plywood. <laughs> no, it'll hold it. Seriously, <laughs> it's fine. Just got like these two like like one by sixes that we're using as paddles. Yeah, we'll hire some teenagers to like paddle us across. <laughs> hey kids, play guitar and sing on that. Absolutely. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> comes with free entertainment. <laughs> But of course, it's going to cost you a hundred dollars a day. Oh man! To get your yeah. car onto this thing and go across. But it's no. fast pass, right? <laughs> Hashtag boat month. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so you use without using the shortcut. Without using the shortcut, shortcut it's to the bridge. Easily thirty-five minutes to get to my house, which is twenty-five minutes spent sitting in line on Marine Drive, uh, getting on I five. That's rough. Yeah, and it, it takes me forty-five minutes to bike home. Right. You can't argue with that. It's simple, clear math. Biking is better. Yes, it's faster. I like last last year. I actually took the two hundred five bridge home. Usually, my commute is eight miles one way. If I take the two hundred five bridge, it's thirteen. Okay, because of the bend and airport and all that stuff. Um, And I had a coworker who liked to take two hundred five to go home because he lived east of two hundred five. And I actually beat him across the bridge. We <laughs> left. Traffic we was left, so slow. It was so slow. I I beat him across the bridge, and that's like eight miles on the Marine Drive path to go get on the right. 205. And he passed me while he was on 205. Wow. And I was like, that's like 35, 40 minutes of biking, which means he's sitting in line for 35, 40 minutes in a car. Running an engine. Running engine. an engine, yeah. yeah. As you have to to get your air conditioning. In. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So the um, you, wait did he did you beat him to Washington State or did he? I didn't. I okay. think we. I think he it, like once you get on the bridge, it's fine. It's just sure. the waiting in line. But you part. beat him to the bridge. I did. Yeah. And I went the like I would have beat easily beat him home if I would have taken I five. Gotcha. But, yeah, the, like if you live in Washington State, there's no reason to drive a car. Over to Portland, really. If like you can take a bike, you can hop on the Max over at Delta Park. If you need to go downtown, um, instead of sitting on I five, like I five is so shitty these days. There's ride a no, bike. There's yeah, ride a bike. There's no reason to sit in your car for 
you know, 40. My my roommate actually uh, works over in Montgomery Park, and it takes him 45, 50 minutes to get home every day. And he leaves. <laughs> he leaves early. Like, he gets he in the morning, he leaves before traffic time. And he so he gets off work before like major traffic time, and it still takes him fifty minutes to get to work and to home. From off work. peak hours. Yes. So you know, I mean, on a bike, it's maybe another twenty minutes, but you're getting exercise, and you're not you know polluting the environment. All this the shit gets that comes with riding a bike. But yeah, um, yeah, it's such a waste. Seriously, ride <laughs> your bike. Just get on the bike. I don't care. Are, are you listening to this for entertainment? Are you not a what? bicyclist? <laughs> Just get on a bike. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, that's uh, that's one of the things that uh, we would like to encourage people to do. That's our public service to you. Speaking of which, this asshole is currently beating me at Bike More Challenge. This asshole? Aaron Flores? <laughs> this asshole right here. <laughs> the Bike More Challenge hosted by the Street Trust, which is a contest to see who oh, yeah. can ride more I was gonna mention this earlier. in the month of May. Yeah, not, not so much the Bike More Challenge, but this is how I ended up beating you, actually. Was, <laughs> so, no, the month's not over yet. Right. Well, that's true. I'm going to put on a bunch of miles he's tonight. Not over yet. I, I'll he's probably be <laughs> ahead of him He's going to do a night. century on the way home. It's May 22nd. <laughs> Yeah, we've got um, Memorial Day next week, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, banking I don't on Aaron not biking at all during during Memorial, Memorial Day, Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the weekend I put my bike away. <laughs> well, you're yeah, you're moving right. So, I am yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, I asked you to so do it's a, a good thing. Chance and, I'll, I'll yeah. fall right back behind. I um, asked you to go on this camping trip this weekend. You were like, "Oh, I got to pack." Yeah, so it's coming up. Um, but uh, so there was the bike more challenge. The only reason why I pulled ahead though. In all honesty, was um, I had breakfast with Anna on Sunday, and um, we realized, oh, Sunday Parkways is that day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, right. Well, I missed I'll, that. I'll ride to work with with you. It's like I'm our Ciclovia, like yeah, they shut yeah. down the streets. You get to ride your bike yeah, uh, free of cars. You know, yeah. I know it's like, I don't know. It it's kind of crowded, and there's a lot of people who don't normally ride their bikes. Have to um, ride with amateurs, right? And so I, I sometimes get the feeling from some people that it's like not cool anymore. Like that's oh really? Yeah, but like it's for families mostly. That's all well, Aaron it, cares about is whether or not it's cool. Is it cool? <laughs> I'm, I'm very very concerned about how other people think about me. But in the meantime, like I don't know. I think I'll always I'll always love uh, Sunday Parkways. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyways, yeah, so I, I took Anna to work, or I rode with her to work. Um, she biked herself and, in. Yes. She is she, a free, independent woman. Yes, quite. And uh, <laughs> wait, maybe I shouldn't have emphasized that. Anna, are you listening? <laughs> you were her plus one <laughs> on her commute to work. <laughs> I'm always her plus one on anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, you know, she went to work, and that was like Ninth and Hawthorne, so in her southeast, and I started riding back and caught some of the Sunday Parkways. Yeah. Um, hop on. Just as they were starting to get going. Like, it wasn't even like they hadn't even gotten all the signage out and everything, so oh, I wasn't nice. even sure if I was on it yet. I think I'm riding Sunday <laughs> Parkways. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then I started seeing other people, so I started following them. There we go. You know, Armando was there. Armando. Uh, um, He's the coolest. We were going opposite ways, and um, 
And so I was like, well, I'll just do a lap and then maybe I'll get some ice cream after my first lap. Yes. And of course, like by that time, it's hot. All the ice cream joints, like I'd pass one and be like, oh, it's too crowded. I'll just ride to the next one. <laughs> pass another. Ah, oh, too crowded. I'll just. I did like three and a half laps. <laughs> On that philosophy, you will never just, have ice cream. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck this. I'm right. going home. <laughs> Seriously. So you're saying so, if Aaron had found ice cream on the first time, I would not be behind you, on the bike. You still would have been ahead. <laughs> That's right. Now you know how to beat me on the bike more challenge. Just make like sure all the ice, ice cream joints are yep. filled up. Ice cream kills your motivation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we haven't got them on the calendar yet, but there's a few more uh, Sunday Parkways in yeah. Portland coming up. Yeah, so. I was surprised at how much this one flew under our radar. Yeah. In all honesty, I we will know. add those to the next the next episode's calendar. Yeah. yeah. Well, Stephen, thank you for coming in. Appreciate that. Was there anything else you'd like to share about, like, what should people know if they are living in Vancouver and bicycling to Portland? Bicycling to Portland is very easy from Vancouver. Really? Please, please do it. Are you yes. sure? Yes. Everything is very, like, they just I don't put, believe you. Sell they, me on it. <laughs> they just put it, like, they restructured this street. Um, that runs right next but to the I-5 bridge. Then I got to, like, get all this special clothing. And <laughs> there are quite quite a few. Yes, I understand that. There's not a lot of people that look well, like me that bike. Right. And I, so I'm event. saying that because, like, what exactly are you wearing? A pair of, like, athletic shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah. You know. Right. I, are you uh, basketball shorts? I guess. Maybe I do not look better. like the typical Vancouver biker. <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually people in spandex. Right. What's your shirt made of? I don't know. Okay. Is it all <laughs> cotton? And that is the way to cycle, people. <laughs> what is your shirt made of? I don't know. Yes. Is it all cotton? No. Okay, there we not. go. So that's the only thing I would say is that like you, it's harder to ride in weather like this where it's super hot if, uh, if you have all cotton. Uh, What's your shirt made of? Uh, 100% I don't know fiber. <laughs> How's that treating you? <laughs> Pretty good. By the way, Gladys, Gladys Bikes t-shirt. I was admiring that. Yes. It's really nice. The creme de la creme. Yeah. Yes. The best bike shop in Portland, hands down. Oh, yes. I voted for them. Oh, yeah? That was oh, really? the only category I voted for. <laughs> in the Willamette well, Week. I think you can still get back on because they make you create a login and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, until they close so, the contest. You could still vote for the beer mongers in Southeast Division of 12 as the best yes. bottle shop. But also, yeah, it was between, so for me, it was between just full transparency. It was between Gladys Bikes and Velocult. I go uh, to Velocult more, and so I, I voted for them. But I, both I are worthy that. candidates. Oh, yeah. I live down the street from Gladys Bikes now. Easy choice. So, yeah. So Velocult, right? <laughs> I'm so kidding. <laughs> it's so hard. I wish they had like a runoff voting so system. I had, where... a, I had a great mm -hmm. experience at, at Gladys, actually. Yeah? Uh, just the other day, I was um, getting a heads or not a headset, a uh, crown race hammered on to a Crown fork. race? Yes. I don't even know what a crown race is. <laughs> um, it's a little metal ring that sits on the top of your fork Okay. that allows it to turn with the headset me steer pretty when i have crown yes, race okay exactly. cool smooth exactly. and easy <laughs> very and good and the mechanic there um was smart enough to recognize not only did this not fit even though like they're both listed as a one inch uh like steer tube and a one inch crown race but also but this didn't fit because this particular fork was made to a japanese standard which mm. at this particular time of manufacture, like a lot of, a few anyways, a few 
hand-built um, bikes were thinking like this was going to be the new standard that the market was going to. Interesting. Yeah. Like 650B for headsets? <laughs> yeah, like okay. that kind of that kind of like uncommon, yeah. know, like 650B is making a resurgence. I really hope like Japanese <laughs> standard doesn't just because it's like – the again, like these are both listed as like one inch, right? You know, like, really, like steer tubes. Yeah, and technically they should millimeters, be millimeters. The they're like just a few off, and yeah. Anyway, but that's enough. Is this that Terry bike? It is Anna's Terry bike that I was. Yeah, I was getting there. Uh, wait, wait, it, the Terry bike, the fun yes. bike? No, the no, right, no, right. no, not the mischief bike. Oh, this is Anna. She has a Terry. Oh yeah, she's the one that introduced me to Terry. Wait, so you and bikes. she have matching Terry bikes? No, I mean no. they're different Double models. <laughs> They're different the models. On the Willamette Week. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, hey, uh, this is a good time to wrap it up. Uh, Stephen, yes. thank you so much for telling commuting stories. Yes. We've got to have you, you back sometime. Yes, that would yeah. be great. Oh, and, and the ending of that is he oh. also had the tool to mill that. Oh, thank you. Or to mill that steer tube so that it would fit the crown race. Oh, nice. Should I feel bad that I didn't so know the no. story was over? No, no. Okay. That's okay. Mechanics. I I like I like that mechanics exist. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that people are employed as mechanics, and I pay them to do stuff. Yes. <laughs> well, and it's it's one of those things that I think like you would only know from experience. Right. You know? Right. I have never experienced a crown race. Yeah, the one time that's like I remember this. This is how we solved it. <laughs> right. And uh, thank you, Aqua, for coming in and telling your stories Ooh, about okay. camping. Much yeah. appreciated. All right. Well, uh, in that case, here comes our calendar. Don't don't ever use that. What do we have? All right. Well, first, I would like to read a piece of mail from Kyoto that is applicable to and This is the newest calendar. piece of the calendar. Yes. Hi, Brock. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Sprocket podcast listeners. I am starting up monthly events in Kyoto City, Japan. Who do we know in Kyoto City, Japan? We'll find out. The first <laughs> event is the monthly Kyoto City Bike and Beer We'll cycle around Kyoto City at a leisurely pace, then enjoy local beer and other beverages. Um, you will need a bike, one, and two, yen for beer and or other beverages. It's got to be yen because they're in Japan. <clears throat> the next one coming up is June 4th, 2 p.m. It's going to be monthly after that. Check cycling, walking, eating, talking on Facebook or Instagram for details. Cheers. Cheers. Your this, friend in Japan. Who Kathy, is this friend? Kathy in Kyoto. Is that Kathy from uh, Walking, Eating, Cycling, Talking? Wait. Wait what's it called? Cycling, Walking, Eating, Talking? Yes. <laughs> Got that word wrong, man. On I'm so bad at that. <laughs> that just they followed happened? you on Instagram? Yeah. I felt like a super celeb. Nice. Nice. <laughs> super, you are super a fan. super <laughs> celeb. So I, I knew that Kathy was an expat. Which stands for expatriate, which means that she moved out of her home, her home country to live yes. somewhere else. But I didn't realize until she emailed us that story about herself that she was from New Zealand. Oh, really? I thought she was an American. Oh. Yeah, because I, you know, I... Because uh, we read all of our mail yes. through an American lens. I do. Like, you know, New like, Zealanders like a pig. can be expats, too. They can. Anyone. Anyone can Why? move anywhere. Who would want to leave anywhere other than America? <laughs> See, this is where if we were a wacky FM DJ morning show, that and we start playing the uh, the music from the uh, Lord of the Rings soundtrack, oh, yeah. but we're not going to because no. we're not those people. We also we don't, don't have, have license. license. So what else? <laughs> <laughs> Ka-ching. 
Well played. Same joke, same time. Independent minds. Uh, what else do we have on the calendar? All right. Second Friday of every month, Indianapolis Bike Party. It's happening there. Drink beer in public. May Mingle. 11th through July 2nd, Vintage Italian Bike Exhibit presented by Brooklyn Velodrome Vintage Wheelman. May twenty. 20- Brooklyn. Oh. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> May 26th through 29th, the Vanport Mosaic Festival, a cultural festival celebrating the culture of Vanport. One or both of us will be there at one time or another. That means you're going to be there and I'm out of town. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> going to be spending some time there. May 28th, P-Town Throwdown Skateboard what? Race. Yep. May 31st, filmed by Bike in Park City, Utah. June 1st is the start of Battle Palooza. But... Never fear. It goes all the way to the end of June. All the way this time. Yeah. June 3rd, the Pioneer Century, put together by the Portland Wheelman Touring Club. As mentioned, the June 4th, the Kyoto City Bikes and Beer. June 6th, Alameda Stair Carry. Carry some stairs. Celebrity Wait. host. <laughs> Carry your bike up some stairs. <laughs> it's going to be stupid. June 7th, Prince Forever, my favorite ride for Pedal Palooza. Yeah, not stupid. June 8th through 11th, Oregon Ramble. Sponsored by New Belgium Brewing. Outside bikes. June 10th, Clever Cycles turns 10. Now with a Facebook event. Oh my gosh, there's so many things going on on June 10th. Yeah, did you respond on Facebook to your invite? Uh, no. I don't have a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> June 10th, also, Ride with the Winemaker. Ride with the Winemaker. Which we is Alien Grotti's collaborative yes. event with a winemaker. Also, I would be remiss to not mention, even though it's probably like already on everyone's mind, June 10th is also Grilled by Bike. So many rides, so little time. But Grilled by Bike is an overnight again this year, which means after oh, I'm done no. with the other rides, <laughs> I am going down to the river. To pray. Are you, you going to bring your binoculars and cabana wear? Uh, I suppose because so, because the next day is dad's on vacation. Right. <laughs> June 14th, Bicycle Xmas. That's right. Get your exabike. June 18th, Brompton World Championships in, in New, New York, York City. City. New York they City. Don't make Pace Picante. I love that you know the reference. (laughs) June 24th, Women's Bike Beginner's Bike Camp. Two Stub Stewart State Park. June 24th also is Gathering at the Gateway Green featuring Dirt Lab. And I just realized after reading some news about this uh, that apparently the Dirt Lab is the component of Gateway Green. Oh. In which you ride bikes on trails. Oh. Yes. Mountain biking in the city. Trail riding in the city. Sponsored by the city. July 7th, the Steens Mazama 1000. I was camping with Aaron Delaney, who will be participating in the Steens Mazama 1000. Really? Yep. Wow. He's going to be a dot. We can watch him. Mr. Green. Yeah. Uh, No, uh, Delaney. Oh, Delaney. Oh. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons. Too many Aaron's. Founder of the Regranary, will not be doing. That makes more sense. Yes, I've heard about that. Sorry. I mean, you're still cool, Mr. Green. Yeah. It's all, it's all I mean, good. he is the founder of the Regranary and the author of We Were Like Sons. <laughs> but Aaron Delaney of AaronDelaney.com. You're all right, too. He's got so many Instagram There's followers. There's AaronDelaney.com? Uh, yes. There is. You should oh, go. shit. Yeah. <laughs> what? Were you thinking I'm of missing like, out, man. Were you thinking of like, like licensing that domain? <laughs> I was going to buy the domain. <laughs> I was going to get it. Dang it. He got it before <laughs> me. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get it till I heard this person's name just five minutes ago. Uh, sorry, July 15th through 16th, the STP. That's right. And, hey, you know what else is happening on July 16th? What's that? It's my birthday. Oh. Yeah. So are you going to do the STP and, like, 
roll into Portland yelling, it's my birthday! I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Colorado, and I'm going to be out of cell, cell reception. You're going to be in Colorado I'm going to be in Colorado, birthday? yeah. Uh, but I am hiking the Colorado Trail with Adele this, this oh, summer. Oh, that's badass. Are you going to be playing STP? Uh, <laughs> Just, you know, so you're there. <laughs> I, I'm going to have a bottle of STP to help my Aaron's doing this song request that you made earlier today. <laughs> That's your song. song so I was going to I was going to mention if there are, if there are any people out in the audience who are musicians, and I'm looking at you, Jim Gooden. I'm looking at him right now, looking east. Uh, <laughs> I hope Jim Gooden covers that song. No, I uh, I put the request out on Facebook for people who are friends with me, but uh, I, w- I would love for my birthday if someone is a musician or even if they're not to cover a song and send it to me for my birthday. Really? So that's thank you. I'm doing Please it. do. There you go. Please do. What do you play? See? I play guitar. Nice. I have a guitar. There we go. You got to play it. There we go. If anybody wants to let me. Yeah, <laughs> play some drums. I'm just looking across the table because yeah. I know somebody else in this room yeah, owns both drums. Of those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. So we're gonna play a duet. Connections yes, made. Exactly. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> oh man. What else is on the calendar? Uh, July 29th is Pi Athon. Speaking of me and music, and you yes. and I. Speaking. Yes. And Jack Cassery. That's right. It'd be our anniversary. Everybody at this table. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's when we all met <laughs> at Pi Athon. I mean, <laughs> when. Let me like, tell you all about we introduced you friend. two, and then I met you. Oh, is Aaron going to be there, too? Would uh, Aaron, Aaron Delaney Flores? of AaronDelaney.com. <laughs> is Eric Ivy going to be there again? Eric Iverson will most definitely be there. Of EricIverson.com? Yes. my favorite trolling ever, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell that story at a later date. Okay. Uh, so I... Just gonna say it's a python is it, there will be a charge this year for admission, but it's a, it's like the the cheapest festival you've ever had. There will be a guest band that is uh, not yet announced, but uh, Lumberjack, my band will be playing there. Uh, Steven's band, <laughs> yes, yes, confirmed. I I yes, I will talk to everyone, but it is very likely. It's very Although likely it's that like Post War Radio will also play there. <laughs> okay, it's kind of contingent on whether or not Aaron Flores is there, though. <laughs> Oh, of, really? <laughs> what? <No. laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even have my known domain yet. <laughs> Anyways, pie is good. You should eat some pie. You should come listen yes. to some music. You should drink some beer and hang out in the backyard. It's going to be amazing. September, September 1st. 1st. Film by bike in Petoskey, Michigan. Petoskey. Eugene, Oregon. Seattle, Washington. And Charlevoix, Michigan. How will Alien Karate be in all four places at the same time? <laughs> yes. How will this happen? Oh, you know what? There was another film by Bike earlier I didn't put on the calendar. Oh, okay. Um, I'll have to double check. Okay. Well, I've linked to, or yeah, I've linked to our film by Bike website. Excellent. There, so very good. Um, check there. They got a tour schedule. Yeah. So how cool is that? Totally. October sixth, the AMLX Challenge. No uh, entry fees. No, no prizes, prizes. No, no support. support. Two hundred fifty-two miles <laughs> north. <laughs> From Virginia Tech's uh, War Memorial Chapel to the West Virginia Maryland, Maryland. border. Lastly. Does, did that play like I was pausing for effect and not because I was trying to remember what MD stands for? Oh. Because uh, I hope it yes. did. Because yes, it was the it opposite. Told, yes, it did. Okay, good. Up until right now when we pointed it out. <laughs> October 6th through 8th. Youth Bicycle Summit. That's right. 
Uh, and that is, uh, we discussed that with Andrea from the Community Cycling Center. Yeah. Because uh, there is a summit for youth who like bicycles, and it happens at our nation's capital. Woo! Yeah. Well, hey, uh, let's do some headlines, shall we? Yes. What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike as fast. I like my bike as fast. I like my bike as fast. It circles around the city lights. All right, first up on our headlines is we got some new donors. Yes. Yes, uh, Microcosm Publishing Wait, actually what? signed up to be a donor. The Microcosm the Publishing? Mi- yeah. Holy I feel like, shit. Like, this gives us some, like, indie kid cred, right? I feel like we owe them something already. <laughs> right. Now we owe them more. Trade yeah, patches. I, yeah, trade, seriously. Yeah, trade patches. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's coming up. Oh, shit. I wonder. Well, no, never mind. Huh? Nothing. We'll discuss Nothing. this off air. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and Tim Coleman. Tim Coleman. Thank, Thank you very you much. Thank you so much. And actually, uh, uh, what is it? Joyce. Joyce Wilson. And Joyce Wilson. Yeah. Also. Um, oh, she, I did not get that one. She sorry. said, no, I'm sorry. I added it to a different part of the notes. But uh, she actually sent us a physical check because oh, wow. uh, she's like, you know, I don't like the whole online thing that much. I would like to just like, send, can I send you a check? And so we, I sent her my address. We don't <laughs> share my home address all that much. But uh, if you wanted to donate to us and you, you know, you don't know how you uh, we'll take your check. We'll yes. take your paper money. It's good. And we'll talk about how to donate online in a minute. S- yeah, yes. That's right. Later in the show. Yeah. Um, next up from NPR. Via Ranger Tom. Via text. Via text. text. Yeah. Yes. 503-847-9774. He says, you guys maybe covered this already. Actually, we didn't, but I dug it. Yes. He pulls a quote from it saying, designing a city around people and not cars. And that is from Oklahoma City Mayor. Oh, I thought it was an okay city mayor. Like, <laughs> doing a decent job. He's quite okay. <laughs> okay. The, uh, this is from NPR. It's a kind of a TED Talk, and it's titled, How Did an Obese City Lose a Million Pounds? A Million Pounds? Oklahoma City lost a collective one million pounds. Holy shit. They were considered the most obese city okay. in the U.S., and the mayor decided to do something about it. What did he do? Well, Mick, Mick Cornett, mayor of Oklahoma City, uh, Newsweek called him one of five most innovative mayors in the country. London-based world mayors listed him as the number two mayor in the world. In the world. Yes. And he explained step-by-step how he got his city to drop a collective million pounds. <laughs> and you'll have to watch the video. Yeah. Also, also, a lot of it is just redesigning the city so that you don't sit in a car all day. Right. Right. Uh, I was also going to say <laughs> there's a there's a magazine called Governing Magazine. Yes. <laughs> which is also pretty great. <laughs> Can I subscribe to that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, I would imagine you probably could, right? I wonder if people would ever call me governor like, just like for fun. <laughs> I might know. Hello, governor. <laughs> Hello, governor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up from wamu.org, and that is America University in DC. Ooh. Their radio uh, station. This came to us from Tim Mooney of the Pedal Shift Project, PedalShift.net. And he Hi, Tim. says. Beat that, PDX. This guy rides 28 miles to the office and not just on bike to work day. Holy shit. The quote I pulled is, he says, I take my clothes and my lunch. I leave a pair of shoes in the office. Always have a full water bottle and saddlebag with some tools and some extra tools and a patch kit. And he said, oh, yeah, and also good lights. 
Oh, there we go. And that's how he biked to work. 28 miles um, to the office. That means he's doing, is that uh, uh, That would be 56? 56. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot 56 of miles. 56 miles a day. He must. <laughs> Luckily, he's not competing against us in the bike marching. No, no kidding, right? There's some other guy. Do you just feel like PPS already? Oh so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there must be. I, I, w- I would imagine it's difficult for someone to, uh, I don't know, like to to make that sustainable to do that every day. I That's difficult. Imagine doing that in the right. rain. Yeah, no here, kidding. The rain would be a huge. So. Yeah, I wonder if it's just like kind of his regular thing, and then because DC gets snow and they get yeah. hella snow, right? I wonder if like there's times like that where he's like, "Well, oh, fuck Transit it, I'm time. taking yeah, I'm taking the max or whatever." Fuck it, I'm leasing a Hyundai. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old bike snob reference. You know, it's been a long time since I read Bike Snob. Yes, yeah, yeah. same. I, I I enjoy Bike Snob, but it's been a long time since I've kept up. I uh, I'm bad at blogs these days. So it goes. Uh, well, we may not have a 28-mile commute, but what we, what do, we do have. have we got mail. <laughs> hey, we got mail. And what you don't see from from home is that Aqua just did an awesome dance to that yeah. song. I, I, I may not do that every time. I almost <laughs> <laughs> I want to play it again just to see her do the dance again. If there's ever yeah, like a video that. production you of this podcast, you can't capture lightning you in a bottle. That. You cannot do it. It's, 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 it's a Rakeem Peels kit. So apparently, you have to find Aqua in the real world and wait until the mail sounder comes Hopefully on she's on our podcast. To our show. I will dance yeah. for you all the time. Thank you. <laughs> Not sexually. <laughs> I will dance for you sexually. Oh my God. I Dynamic duo. I'm <laughs> going to read the mail now. Ah. <laughs> uh, First up, Joyce is a new donor. As mentioned, <laughs> as yes. As we just mentioned. Uh, and also, he- Heather chimes in via tweet on Helmet Debate 2017. The question of whether or not you wear your helmet in the grocery Indoors. store. Or in another place, yes. She says, I wear my helmet in grocery stores because, one, helmet hair. Reason enough, yeah. <laughs> yes. And two, I buy a ton of groceries and the looks I get with a full cart and a helmet is the best. Ooh, bragging Owen rights. believes I can put all that food on my bike. Cargo bike ambassador. That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Because I've done similar amounts with the bob trailer. Although you have to watch out for the balance in the bob trailer. Because it's so, only got one wheel, it tips over. And then you cannot write that on your own. Oh, yeah. I had to have a compassionate fellow shopper help me write my bike. Oh, really? Because I had like 80 pounds of groceries. Yeah. Which is 10 more than they recommend you put in a bob trailer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I put... Oh, hey, truck, back it up. What's up? I put three of those packages of wood that you get from the grocery store. Like yeah. firewood? Yeah, like firewood. Ooh, yeah. Um, on a bob trailer. Uh-huh. With the bob trailer hooked up to the Pugsley. Oh, yeah. And there's so much float on the Pugsley uh-huh. that if I leaned back too much, I could feel the front <laughs> wheel kind of like start <laughs> popping up. Wait, is this is this in the wintertime? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you were Pug- a- Pugsleying down uh, Powell Boulevard, I yes, recall. Yeah. It was uh it was a bit nerve-wracking. Right. Well, this these are good things. I mean, this that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Uh it's, it's a it's ambassador Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, it shows that anyone can do this. Right. Right. Um, next up, Super Fan Aqua Who's tweets that? a product notice to us. <laughs> What's up, Aqua? I, <laughs> is this surreal that we're going to read mail from you while you're standing right here? No. Or sitting right <laughs> here? Maybe. <I> <laughs> 
So you tweet to us, blah, 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 wait, weenie targets. <laughs> but this actually looks practical. Watch the video. Yeah. And did the you see super this? tool? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It looks really cool. It does. I saw the Kickstarter video. Totally. Yeah. I, well, I was a bit annoyed by the commercial, though. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's really good to tape it on my bicycle because I'm riding through Napa wait, Valley in California. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the thing is the the real funny thing is is that's exactly what they did in the commercial like they said blah 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 California <laughs> like right there in the commercial <laughs> one more, it's like oh this, one more this took noise. a surprising one turn. more fart noise <laughs> yes alright uh, no, I, I think like I'm not traditionally uh, a weight count like an ounce counter. I I don't no. care all that much about it. But I I am seeing especially like as I plan a lot more long distance rides or backpacking trips or whatever. It's like it does make sense. Like if you have the choice between a crescent wrench and a multi tool, bring the multi tool. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Yeah, for certain applications. And I'm not saying, like, you know, some people should. Some people have bragging rights for how much weight they can carry. And that's great. Uh, but this is pretty cool. Yeah. So. I just discovered a few weeks ago that my multi-tool has a wrench on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Has your life changed? Oh, well, I've used it a few times. But just the fact that it, I found out that it had this on that made this, like, multi-tool that I loved even better. Did you take the other wrench out of your bag? I never had one. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, he uses I just mine. prayed I never, I never needed one. I never used yours. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's used my wrench on my own bicycle. Before. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, new listener slash donor, David, maybe donor. Thanks, David. <laughs> Soon to be donor, maybe. Uh, hey, Brock and Aaron, I've been listening and loving the podcast since I heard about it in the Bicycle Times article all those months ago. But I've recently run into a problem. I can't figure out where to donate. I've enjoyed <laughs> and plan to enjoy far too many episodes to not make my contribution. Can you help me out with this procedure? Thanks for all the enjoyable and stimulating conversations you guys bring. Thanks, David. Thank you for listening. And being willing to donate. Seriously, to yeah. Jackassery. So the easiest way for us and the best way for us is to make a monthly contribution through Patreon. If you go to thisrocketpodcast.com, uh, we've got a link on the right side that uh, will take you to our Patreon page. Or I think if you either if you like, you know, preferred web search outlet like Lycos or Alta Vista or whatever, <laughs> type in the Sprocket Podcast Patreon, you'll find us. I think it might be patreon.com slash the Sprocket Podcast, but I'm and not that's sure. Patreon, P A T R E O N. Right. And that allows you to set up. They, uh, they have a system in place that is super useful, super efficient. Uh, we've got some goals set up there with, uh, hey, uh, we'd, like to, we'd like to get paid for this. We'd like some walking around money. And uh, I believe we are there at this point. It's been a while since I've checked. But basically what happens is you give them your credit card number, and then every, every month they, they take two bucks from you and give it to us or more if you like. And uh, we've had a couple of people like up their donor amount. Yeah, like, they were two bucks really a month, nice and they go them. up to five bucks a month. And we're going to read their names in the next episode because I don't have those right now. <laughs> but we super appreciate that, and that's helpful just to know kind of what to plan for, like how much can we afford if we're going to plan cool stuff, if we're going to do a special project, or if we want to order, like, patches again or something like that. So um, if you don't want to do the monthly or whatever, or, it's like, if you are averse to technology, um, 
you know, we should make cassette tapes so we could mail them out to you. <laughs> but also, you that you would could, be pretty cool. Actually, I've thought about doing <laughs> the it. It'd sprocket mixtape. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> just like you know, one episode a week on delivered by cassette. Uh, but no, if we could uh, we could work out a situation where if you want to send us paper check, uh, I'll give you an address to mail it to. And uh, the contract we have is that you don't just show up at my door if I give you that address. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to hang out with you, but not unannounced. Yeah. So, uh, but that hasn't happened, so it's okay. <laughs> but also, if you want to do a one-time uh, transfer, I haven't set up the website for it, but uh, you could also just like PayPal us some money or whatever. Like uh, one of our friends sent us money for beer, which we spent Yay. on beer. beer. So, yeah, well, much appreciated. And, and root beer. And root beer, yes. Uh, but we greatly appreciate that. And uh, if anybody wants to contribute, that's awesome. Uh, there's absolutely no pressure. This is a free <laughs> podcast. That's what you think of that. Yes. Yeah. Ah, sneeze. That tickles my nose. Sneeze at your obligations. <laughs> if you feel like you like you're obligated, no worries. You know, it's like it helps us even if you just donate once. Even if you know it's free, we uh, we never we never knew that we were going to get money of any kind. So we appreciate that greatly. You guys are very nice to us. It is very helpful. And now we can put our logo designed by Marcus Norman on some cool shit and send it your way. So, yeah. And so can, thank you. Yeah, and we can pay the rent. So much appreciated. Uh, that that brings us down to the end, right? Do we have one yeah. more piece of mail? Oh yes, we do. Okay. Holy crap! Very important. The Joyride Podcast tweets a Brockism. Oh yeah, the Joyride pos- <laughs> uh, Podcast with Cat Caparello. Yes, who we've had on recently. Who you were a guest of oh, yeah. doing coffee outside? Yes. Yeah. Uh, good show. Amazing show. Coolest. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Quote is, it might be a slow bike, but it's faster than dragging yourselves around by your lips. And I feel like that was a Sarah Anaron quote. I feel like she said that. Oh, really? I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and listen. I think it might have been you. Did I say it? Uh, I guess we'll have to go back and listen. We'll find out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't... If it's... I don't disbelieve the Joyride podcast. I think that, uh, you know, she knows what she's talking about. So if I said it and she heard it, then that, you know, I'm not... I'm not saying she's wrong, but <laughs> but I don't remember saying it. But that is the case with many of the, the things I say. So, yeah. Well, this has been a good show. Um, people have who have been listening this long have been hanging on. Oh, have yes, they? Yes, by their fingernails. We appreciate that. Hi, Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who who is the who's the super fan when Aqua is in the studio? <laughs> it's that guy with the 28 mile commute. Oh, most likely so. The, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To the, every moment. <laughs> but again, anyone who anyone who listens all the way to the end of every episode gets one of these. Hey, let's get a beer after work. So, hey, let's get a beer after work. No, let's let's close out the show. It's been fun. Uh, anything else you guys want to promote before we're out of here? Nope. Not okay. Specific. All right. Go to Ben's Bottle Shop in Vancouver. I'll kick your ass. It is awesome. <laughs> it is or not <laughs> part of the Willamette Week. <laughs> or, or the Beer Mongers of Southeast beer Division mongers. at 12th. If you live in Portland, please go to the Beer Mongers at 12th and Division. <laughs> no, it's Division at 12th, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, Stephen Butler, thank you for coming in. Aqua Dubleve, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. All the beer is yes. gone, so that means the show's over, right? Yes. Okay. We didn't waste any beer. The Sprocket Podcast is produced at StreamPDX Community Media Audio Studio. 
thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 2503-847-9774. Twitter at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Kurt Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for fabulous graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katharina Melamgar. Wayne Norman, Doug Robertson, Ethan Georgie. Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, Cameron Lee. Richard Wazenski, Tim Mooney, Orange and Purple. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Jim Gooden. Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen Miller, Todd Parker. Chris Gonzalez, Dan Gebhardt, who's, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler. And Zoe Capania. Dave Knows, Chris Smith, Christy Kaster. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Patrick Archain, Sebastian Poole, Marco Lowe. Rich Otterstrom, Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder. Anna, Krista, John Wasserman. Andre Johnson, King of Division, Josh Zissen. Richard G., Guthrie Straw, Brandon Shelby. Campsite, Aaron Green, Mac Nurse David. Kathy at Cycling, Walking, Eating, Talking. Nathan Bolton, Chris Rawson, Rory in Michigan. Michael Flournoy, Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay. Tim Coleman, Mr. T, Harry Hugel. Ed Whitman, E.J. Finneran, Paul Culbertson, if that's your real name. <laughs> Brad Hipwell, Thomas Skato, Christopher Barnett. Keith Hutchison, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson. Ryan Tam, Derek Wagoner, Jason Oftenberg. Microcosm Publishing, holy shit, and Tim Coleman. Again, we have two Tim Colemans in here. Oh, wait, what? I just noticed this. Okay, well, he must have donated twice. Wow. Well, thanks again. Thanks, Tim. And all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now, brush your teeth. And, and eat a hot dog. Oh. And what? 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 Uh. Go to bed! <laughs> No one likes wax. Is that why they're sitting out? I'm not sure I'm cool with that. Okay, so tell us about the drive-in. The drive it's called K&M Drive-In, and it's out in Walshugal, Camas, whatever the hell that is out there. And I was just planning on biking to my house out to the drive-in, which is like, I don't know, 15 miles or something. And I left at like 1 o'clock. It, it was during the winter time. And... I had sweatpants on and a t-shirt. Uh-oh. And it was, like, you know, middle of January. But it was one of those days where it was nice and warm for a January day. It was a balmy January. Yes. So I ended up biking out through Lacamas Lake and going to this drive-in. I got some food and a shake because that's what you get at a drive-in. Oh, is this the one at the top of the hill? It's, like, 6th and E or something. Okay. Um, but it's, it's like in downtown-ish yeah. Camus or whatever. And I had finished my food. I had like four hours of daylight left. And I was like, I just ate a lot of food. I need to go bike some more. So I biked back up the hill, um, by Lacamas Lake. Cause the, the directions route you past the lake yeah. to the top of the hill. If you want to go to downtown Camas, right. then you have to you have to go back up the hill yes. to get out again. I think I took a trail. By the route, there's yeah. a trail or whatever, and then, um, and then I got through that in a very quick amount of time, and I was like, "Oh, um, orchards is just down the street. I'm gonna go bike through orchards." And then, neighborhood in Vancouver. Yes, uh, or unincorporated Clark it's County, like north, yeah, northern, northeastern, and. Um, 
it's probably like five or six. It's getting closer to dark, and I was like, it's still not dark outside. I'm going to go bike out to Ridgefield. I'm just going to keep going north. (laughs) (laughs) And by the time I got to Ridgefield, it was like totally sunset, no more light. And it was 30 degrees, and I had sweatpants and a t-shirt on. And I still had 20 miles to bike back home. Oh, man. And I was like, I'm going to make it back home. By the time I got back home, it was like 8.30 or 9. Uh And I hopped in the shower and put on, like, some lukewarm water. And I could feel the water instantly turn cold as it hit my body. Because my body was so red from being so cold so exposed yeah Wait, did you have was this like you turn on cold water and it still burns your skin yes that's how cold i was from making very impulsive decisions of oh it's gonna be daylight for a little bit longer and i ate like you know like a 2000 calorie burger that's the only thing that kept you alive <laughs> this is like two, two degrees yeah. below freezing and you're just like <laughs> Let me radiate all these calories out into the world again. Uh, Yeah, I definitely got rid of all of the calories of the burger. (laughs) Good story. (laughs) 